out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insights into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Adam. I'm joined by my co-host, Maestro. Hello. And Annie. Hi. Yeah, I'm filling in for Hollywood for a little while, while uh, he takes care of his uh, child things. This week, we're watching 2017's Happy Death Day. Movie was directed by Christopher Landon, who also made Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, a couple of the Paranormal Activities, and Disturbia, a Shia LaBeouf movie. Oh yeah. yeah! This movie stars Jessica Roth, Israel Brossard, Ruby Modine, and Rachel Matthews, amongst other people as well. This is a synopsis of the film: A college student must relive the day of her murder over and over again in a loop that will. And only when she discovers her killer's identity. That was a short sentence, too. I had to mess that one up. I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen this movie before? No. Nope. No. All right. This is the first time for me as well. Yeah, I've never been that big of a, a slasher movie watcher. I know. Yeah. I mean, I've watched them, but I'd never like actually like go out there to actually try and watch them. Never seek it out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is my first time watching it. Uh, I remember hearing about it. I think my daughter's one that brought to my attention a while ago. And I was like, ooh, that looks amazing. Let me check that out. But we're doing this movie now because Happy Death Day to You came out, uh, which Annie and I have already watched, which uh, I think was a pretty good movie. I'd actually never heard about either one until your daughter showed us the trailer for Happy Death Day to You. And I was like, that looks amazing. Yeah. And then you're like, it's the sequel. I was like, there's another one. Yeah. I like this movie. Yeah? I thought it was great. Yeah, so the format of the show now is uh, we're just pretending like we just walked out of the movie theater and we're going to talk about it as uh, as we would if we were just hanging out having a couple of drinks. So what do you want to talk about first? My very first thought is the main actress reminds me so much of, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name, Ryan Reynolds' wife? Emily Blunt? No. No. No, that's... She's Krasinski. from Gossip Girl. Oh my gosh. Blake Lively. Oh. So much, and I love Blake Lively from uh, Green Lantern. I don't, I don't recall that movie. From it's been erased from my memory. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> uh, yeah, this it was it was fun. It was uh this this one, the the, uh, the second one kind of expands on the universe a little bit uh, and makes uh, a little more jumps in ridiculousness. I think uh, this this was fun. It, it, it was set up in a in a kind of cool way. I don't know if you caught this at the very beginning uh, when it has that whole intro where it shows the mountain and the stars kind of going doon, 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 like a Paramount or whatever movie it is. Oh, yeah. That kept replaying like over and over again before it actually played. It did it three times and I was thinking, yeah. oh, I wish you'd done it a fourth time because that would have been perfect. That would have just taken you to that, oh, <laughs> point. But. Yeah. So it basically it sets up the uh, this life of this girl, this uh, crazy bitch lady that... Eventually gets murdered, wakes up again, and now she's reliving the same exact day. Kind of freaks out a little bit, and uh, keeps dying until she has to figure out who this uh, this guy is that killed her, and that kind of resets the timeline. Uh, what did you think about the, the the premise of it? This whole Groundhog's Day basically was what, what was happening. Yeah, I mean it's been done before. I mean the only difference is you, I watched the TV show um, you haven't watched. It's called Supernatural. And in this show, one of the episodes, he dies, That one of the characters dies, 
every t- every time he dies, he resets the morning. Was it Kenny? Uh, I was no, just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a supernatural. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so this idea is not too far-fetched. It's something I've already seen before. So uh, watching this is like, this is nothing new to me. Okay. I think what I enjoyed most about it was the the girl. Her reactions every time she woke up. Oh, uh, every time I yeah. was laughing because it was perfect. Like it's that they were absolutely appropriate, but also just hilarious. And the character she was playing was such a bitch. It was yes. so funny though. Right. Like the bitch parts were kind of like really wow, but also it I think made it funnier watching her wake up okay. each time. She like, deserves it. Not even so much she deserves it. I don't know what it was. It's it's like you wouldn't want to see that happen to a character you like. Yeah. But because you don't like this character, watching the frustration or the anger or the oh or the the different rants or the way she handles it each time, it's really funny. Okay. Now she uh, towards the end of the movie, she starts. She has a she has a, a, a face turn, just like we had last week. Uh, and we find out in the second movie she died eleven times in this movie. Uh, that's how many times her day reset before she. I don't know. Had the whole thing. So this is basically over the course of maybe two weeks. Because there was a couple days where she made it past the first day. So let's just say this is a two-week period, basically, for her. Uh, And then she is now a good person. Is this the same kind of issue from last week we were discussing? No, because this movie wasn't made for women. (laughs) And it's not all about women. This is a completely separate thing. It's just a lighthearted out there this is a bitch who's gonna become a nice person it's not yeah totally different things okay do, do you think this movie set out to be a comedy i don't know if they set out to do that or not maybe they started with the idea of being a slasher and then realized we've got comedy gold here as they were acting and we're like let's take it that direction okay because it is funny but there's definitely parts with great jump scare scenes and things where i yelped okay. or jumped slightly but it's a it's a movie i liked watching i'm not a fan of the slasher movies i was in like seventh and eighth grade if you ask any of my sisters but not now yeah, this movie didn't have a whole lot of I, I wouldn't even consider this a horror movie no how about you my would you consider this a horror no this is not a horror movie no? this is i mean if you think about the slasher it, is horror isn't it a slasher is considered a horror, but like the way they, they they made it go around, I mean, you don't kill the same person over and over and over again without comedy. Okay. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I think uh, as as far as the ways that she died, uh, there was uh, it was I think she she hung herself at one point. She got stabbed a bunch of times. She hung herself in the second movie. No, she hung herself in this movie as well. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I'm, Be- because I she part. finally finds the killer, but then the killer killed her boyfriend, dude. Oh, that's so right. She's like resetting so she can start over. Yeah. yeah. If I end the timeline now, then he's dead forever. So she's gonna go hang herself off the uh, the bell tower from the inside. Okay. That's right. Yeah. There was a uh, now the 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 baby mask. What do you think about the baby mask? I have one of those. So creepy. Yeah. So creepy. <laughs> You made a comment during the movie, like, "What kind of mascot is is a baby?" Yeah, what, that's a weird. That's a weird one for me. The reason why is because it's based upon the birth of a birthday, and usually when it comes down to it, it the idea about it is being a newborn having the first day 
start over and over again. Like, the, remember the whole saying about it: "This is the first day of the rest of your life." Yeah, no, no but I'm saying the the mascot for the college uh-huh. is a baby. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. that is weird. That's right. That's a weird. It doesn't inspire fear in the, no, in the hearts of I mean, your competitors. It, seriously, I mean, like you go for like the. <laughs> oh, br- yeah. If they were, where is the city again? What's it called? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if it had a B, it makes sense to, like, you know, like for bear or for. Uh, uh, for the alliteration purposes. Yeah. Bayfield University. Bayfield. Bayfield the, babies? Bayfield, really? Really? Babies? <laughs> I mean, they could have gone with, like, Bayfield newcomers at Bay least. Bayleafs, if we're trying to scare people. With what, flavor? Yeah. Bayleaf, I think, is scarier than a baby. Those things are huge. But those masks were super <laughs> creepy. So also, also, what university these days allows anyone to walk around with a mask on? That's true. Well, then think about it this way. There's one, sells them. There's one movie I watched where the the basically the mascot was a shithead. Oh, like the emoji? Yeah, emoji. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. The, uh, the, the chocolate yogurt? Is no, that no, what you're talking about pretty much. Okay. But it comes out. It's chocolate, chocolate butt yogurt. Oh god! Yeah. Is this like that uh, South Park episode where you basically have to choose between a, a douche and a turd sandwich? No, not necessarily. But uh, <laughs> I like where your head's at, but not exactly. <laughs> it's um, it's from the movie Accepted. This guy creates his own university, and because he doesn't, because he doesn't get accepted in any other university, by doing so, is it university or sorority or a uh, no? I, I know the movie you're talking about. University, it's a university. Yeah, he creates his own huh. to say he got accepted to his own university, and but so his parents would let him see, finally say, "Oh, I approve. You get you go to college. You get to become somebody." Blah 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 blah. Okay. But even though you didn't get accepted to any actual real college. And the whole process about that movie is basically him accepting the fact that he's um, he may have done this, but something bigger came out of it. And okay. people actually started learning and becoming better people because of it, not because not because society deems it that a university is a university for certain reasons, but people learn for the sake of learning in in an in area like that instead. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I may yeah. have seen that one. That sounds very familiar. It was one of the more enjoyable movies. I think I want to rewatch it now. Yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah. I remember the movie you're talking about, but I don't remember any of the premise you just said. I just remember that beginning part. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely want to rewatch that. Yeah. Right. What was it called? Accepted? Yeah. Add that to the list. All right. So we're watching a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Death Day. Yeah. Yeah, so it is her birthday. Yes. Uh, and so there, there's a couple things happening in the movie that she she's got a surprise birthday party coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are things that are set up in the movie that are reoccurring that have to keep happening. Yeah, they're like parts in the timeline that can't change. Right now, this is something that I did notice uh, that was kind of weird. That there are times where she wakes up in the morning and freaks out and runs out of the dorm doesn't have yes. any kind of conversation yes there's other parts where she has full conversations and that Asian guy comes in and like oh did you get that fine vagina yeah vagine vagine yeah well yeah because he stops because he sees the girl no that's uh-huh. how he was going to say it yeah. was vagine yeah uh, so there are the times where the first time it happened she wakes up and like what's going on uh, talks to the guy the guy comes in did you get that fine vagina oh and then she leaves that guy's walking by Get the whole signed walk by sprinklers going off. Guy falls over. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the sequence. It's car yeah. alarm. Yeah. There's another time where she wakes up and goes, "Oh, what the fuck!" and runs out right yeah. away. Yeah. And the same sequence happens in the same exact way. Yeah. So time doesn't start until she leaves the the dorm room. No, no. Um, time doesn't. 
probably if because like you don't actually see her leave down the hallway and everything like that for most of them, right? Right. You only see her when she's at that certain specific spot. Right. Yeah. So my guess is that they don't talk about is the fact that maybe she paused or did something else differently in between that time. But she's freaking out. She's trying to get back to her room as fast as possible. Of course. This is the, the, the the one. I guess the one that I had the biggest problem with is the uh, wakes up. Oh fuck! And and runs basically runs to her sorority house. Yes. Yes. But everything still happens the same way as if she would have lingered for five minutes inside the dorm room. Just like the butterfly effect, basically, she one action that happens at one point in time causes a chain reaction for something else to happen. My guess is that something causing her to leave the dorm room at that point causes a chain reaction for some other event to happen as she passes by those areas. My best but the guess... the are on a timer. Sprinkles my... have to be on timer. Yeah. My best guess is... This is a comedy, and no one thought that anyone would look that far into it, so they didn't think to look that far into it. I think that's more of a reasonable answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fine. But moving on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So uh, the killer is wearing a mask. We're trying to find out who this killer is. Uh, we're then led to believe that it's, it's this serial killer guy. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Booth an actual, An actual bad guy. Yeah. Right. Who's in the hospital for, we don't actually who know, knows? I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was he was captured, and then he's been in prison, and yeah. he needs um, medical surge, attention. Yes, and it's something that the hospital or the prison's medical staff can't handle. I think it's a surgery or something, and so he's admitted to the hospital and he's got a guard outside, a police officer guard. Okay. Supposedly that happens in other movies too, and it's under, and it's accepted. Yeah. It's just like the movie. Well, yeah, yeah, no, they they you're required to give them the medical attention needed if you if you find that they need it mm-hmm. because even if they're on death row like yep you can't you, be the yeah. reason why they die exactly until it's the actual execution date by law yeah right so, even if somebody's dying on their way to death row they have to bring him back to life so they can execute him yes yeah so dumb well think about it what if there's someone trying to there's people who've been let off of death row because other pieces of evidence are finally pushed through within second. 30 minutes of when you're supposed to be executed. So think about it. If you just let that person die and you find out later that they were innocent, people have been on death row for 30 years that with new technologies are now being proven to be innocent. Okay. Well, the, why, you don't let them why, die. They give them an alcohol wipe before they in, inject them lethally. You What's Robin Williams' this joke? Really? Was that a Robin Williams' joke? Yes. Okay. That's, uh, that's what the right. fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> They'll be dead in three seconds. Why? Why clean it? You don't want to get that last second infection. That's, okay, that does sound familiar. Now. Yeah. <laughs> because it's proper medical procedure. Now it's fucking bureaucrats and people uh, advocates for like, oh, uh, humanity are stupid. Humane. Uh, yeah. Giving them a humane death. Yeah. Yes. So fuck that. They're going to die. Who cares? All right. So back to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, one thing that started bothering me early on in the movie is the way she keeps dying. Now, we're led to believe that, well, at the beginning, we don't know who's killing her. But whoever this person is keeps finding her wherever the fuck she is. And that started pissing me off at the beginning of the movie. Eventually, they explain why and how. Yeah. But for the first three quarters of the movie, it was like, "This this is bullshit. If she's she's meant to die, fine. This guy happens to know where she is at all times, and then and keeps killing her. That's it was it was very upsetting, until they did the reveal that it turns out it was her roommate. So the roommate would know where she is at all times and could chase her down. I didn't have any issue with it because I didn't think it was an actual person. I think like I was more oh. of a 
Well, think about it. she's caught in a time loop. There's some existential shit happening. Yeah, it could be like it could be like the time, like yeah. There's some demon in the time loop. Something like, like I Reaper style guy. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't think it was an actual person. In all honesty, uh, and so I was like, I'm curious where this is going to lead. When she realizes there's no one trying to kill her. Yeah. How do you? How do you end this? And um. So. It was like a nice neat bow for the ending where they yeah. where the roommate does the heel turn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you and the and the twist is how every she finds out and how everything ha- comes into this night little piece where it started off with a cupcake filled with poison. Yeah. That was my, my favorite part of the movie was that that reveal. Yeah. Cuz she she finally gets everything right. She gets and basically she she ends the day Killing the guy, she's with the guy that now she's in love with, and like finally, and then she wakes up again. I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Yeah. And then she comes to the realization that she was poisoned from that cupcake, and it's just like, "Oh, this movie just took another turn." Yeah, she's like, "I never ate the cupcake." Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought that was really good. I think that was the best yeah. part of the movie, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason that I. Th- when we were watching this movie, was thinking like she has to kill the guy in the mask was because I'd seen the trailer for the second movie where there's that conversation ha- happening saying like in order to end the loop you have to kill the 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 whatever in the baby mask and I was like so I was thinking like this has to be some existential creature that you have to kill in order to be released from this loop or something. Okay. So you're telling me that the sequels preview. Gave you a whole different aspect of the beginning movie without even trying. I don't remember seeing the preview yeah, of the second it, movie. I think uh, Alexis showed it. I, th- to I, us. Thought it I thought that was the first movie she showed us. Preview you know? for the second movie. She was like, I really want to see this. It's coming out. And then okay. I was like, oh my God, that looks so good. And then she was like, this is the second one. I was like, there's another one? Okay. I think I blocked that out of my mind then. Oh. Which is nice. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like to know things like that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't do previews. No. Maybe you didn't even watch it with us. What? The preview. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it was it was nice. It was a fun little... It was, it was a great payoff. It was a, it was a great, like, oh, the... Because the, to me, I, I was getting pissed off. That that moment was like, oh, everything that I've gone through is worth it now, up to this point. Like, oh, sweet relief. <laughs> oh, no. The whole time we were watching this, I was like, I had that, um, why is this on spoilers? <laughs> right thought recurring to my i loved the whole movie yeah i i it was i I, I think i enjoyed the first one a lot more than i enjoyed the second one the second one i think got a little too campy and like uh we're we now now that we know we're trying to be funny here's a little, yeah like, i can see what you mean it, it was a little more ridiculous and it was it's just i also didn't like some of the character changes that happened um because i really enjoyed danielle being a bitch okay um i did really like the the roommate getting to be a good person okay I enjoyed that. Yeah, with, with not that too many spoilers for the for the other one. Oh, sorry. Because uh, that one's still in theaters right now. I think we're not, oh, we're not past the two, week, the two week mark. Sorry, so just spoilers. Uh, but the, the second one does a very interesting thing. It's it's yeah. a very interesting way to make this a sequel and have it keep continuing. That, yeah, it, it, was, it was clever. I think. Do you think that they're going to try to do a third ever? Uh, they they very well could. The way the way they left it open, there could definitely be a third. You don't think that they... I feel like they they closed it up. Oh, no. There's a couple. Oh. We'll talk about this later. Okay. All right. <laughs> I have theories. Uh, second one was worth it. I'm glad I'm glad that I 
that I watched the second one. It was one of the. Few, I think it's the last movie I've seen in the theaters for the past maybe two years. Really, it's not true. No, what did we you, see before that? I've only been to see a movie in theaters without you once since we met, mm-hmm. and that was with Tracy. Otherwise, we went with oh, your we saw, family okay. and your your brothers and your yeah, parents yeah. and everything. Oh wait, Deadpool too. Damn it! I guess I have. And we saw that Star <laughs> Wars movie. Yeah. Okay, Deadpool, The Last Jedi. And before that was, uh, we did Upgrade as well, which was a good movie. And then we also went to see a movie because I forced you to go and try out the theater with the, the fancy chairs for the first upgrade. time. Was that Upgrade? Yeah. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. What's uh, Upgrade? I don't remember that at all. Basically, what happens is the guy gets into, is it a little set in the future? Uh, guy gets his like spine snapped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was fun. Weirdly, as soon as you started talking, I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> and you wonder how we can do Pictionary and just say a couple words and get the answer. Oh, we would be such You're a not, Pictionary team. You're not just talking I'm talking about charades. Oh, charades, yes. Yeah, charades. <laughs> well, you can't talk to charades either. What the hell? Dude, all I did is see his face. He just made this look and I was like, I see what you're see? saying. See? I got you. I don't even need to say a word then. Wow. Dude, we're totally going to She part of the timeshare too now? Huh? She's part of the timeshare too? No. You're not in this timeshare, clearly. Wow. Wow. We have our own separate timeshare. Oh, God. <laughs> Timeshare is not completely not completely closed off to just you, Adam. No, you know that. I don't understand. You can have multiple timeshares. You know that, yeah. right? No, that's I, the reason why timeshare exists. No, timeshare is just for me. <laughs> I share my time. That's you called rent. <laughs> that's called rent. <laughs> <laughs> I share rent with you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> or, 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 or how about this? The fact that you guys share the rent. Means that you have the same timeshare with my head. All right. No, we have separate timeshares because. That's getting weird. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't frequent my timeshare nearly as often as Adam frequents his. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. See what else? Uh, The okay. So so the 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 love interest part of it. Which one? The uh, where she falls in love with uh, Carter, basically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But. That happens because he risks his life to save her, right? That was the turning point for her? I think that she started turning a little more, um, I don't know, maybe around good little six or something. Like, he tries to help her. He's, he's clearly being a good person. And she's slowly kind of warming up to him, becoming friends with him. And then when he dies, I think it hits her like, how all the feelings that she was having that were kind of developing, just like, oh shit, what? Hmm. Kind of a moment. Okay, it, uh, seemed, it seemed very sudden to me. I, I yeah. didn't see it developing. Oh, I did. It was. Hmm. All right. Did you see it developing, my show, or did it just happen instantly for you? Do you remember the question? Uh... <laughs> Do you remember the question? <laughs> Oh, you want me to answer oh, this? Yeah. I would say the question's not on there. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. For being a woman, though, I feel like uh, you're really not reading women <laughs> real well in these movies oh, in the past couple weeks. Seems like she needed to talk to Mel Gibson a couple so, times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a hair dryer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you do get it. to do all. You have to do all the steps first, though. So we have to paint your nails and wax your legs. And <sighs> I hear it's get you bad. real drunk. Right. But we'll play Sinatra in the background. <laughs> hey, there's an inside right <laughs> well, there. In that case, I was Super out until then. <laughs> now I'm totally in. You got me at Sinatra. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so the, uh, let's see, what else is happening? The, the, uh, the, 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 there was this Kappa, I don't know what the name of the sorority is, this Kappa Gamma Delta Alpha. They just said Kappas don't eat cupcakes. Okay. That is, are you, are we are in a sorority? No, but my sister, two of my sisters were. Okay. Um. Does, it, does that seem at all realistic, the sorority? Yes. It does? Oh, no. Well, so, the sorority that Katie was in, 100%. The sorority that Remington was in, which you would think would be more like this one, not so much. The faucet's not on, it's raining. Um, <laughs> um, the, so it, it's really just kind of, there's the sororities that are imagined to be bitches, and then there's the sororities that want to be what they see in the movies that end up being those ones that are in the movies. Okay, That's what Katie joined. Remington joined one. They're they're all pretty incredible in their own right. So they're not outright mean to people. Like they're not going out of their way to socialize with other people. But if you you know you encounter them, they're gonna be nice. They're not gonna shove the board back into the the girl who's asking for signatures. They're gonna say, "Oh no, thank you," or "I'm sorry, I don't have time." You know, they're, they're that's the vibe I got from them. Okay. My only real issue with sororities is that I am your actual big sister. So stop it. Your big is not your big sister. And just because I don't tell you every day that you fart rainbows. <laughs> My sister actually sent me like a little image or a, oh. a post, and she was like, "Just like real talk, yes." Okay. Like just, every time that see, irritates me. Every time I see chicks like this depicted in this already, like it's it's it, ha- it has to be a cartoon version. The, the chicks aren't actually like this. I was dramatized. Yeah. It's it's everything's like full of like one sided <laughs> spectrum. Uh-huh. It, yeah, it's it's definitely me. You know, you take it to the extreme. That's the best way to put it. But there's definitely those those girls that think that their shit don't stank and that they shouldn't have to interact with anyone that they think is beneath them. And, unicorns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, unicorns are lovely. No, I mean like the fact that the the it, fact they they don't exist in real life or in. It, it's it's a this is the Ghana sixty seconds reference from uh, old Nick Cage. Yeah. Movie. Uh, he has what he considers to be a unicorn, which is his his goal to obtain because it's so unobtainable. So, but it, once you get it, or once you have it, it's like, oh, this is I finally got the one of this that exists. It's a different aspect of the idea about the unicorn. It doesn't revolve around the fact that like the actual physical manifestation of the unicorn with the horns and everything, mm-hmm. but the idea about something that you have something in your sight that you want to be or want to get, mm-hmm. but once you get it, it is not exactly what you think it is. Oh, okay. What I will say is accurate is the uh, image consciousness. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, like, if one of them were to sleep with the guy in the dorms, they would probably be like... You're out of the house? Look, no, no, no. They would tell the guy, like, look, a lot of fun, but can we keep this between you and me? Which you Not do. like... Yeah. This never happened. Okay. I'm walking out, you know? Okay. So, like, taking it to an extreme... Um, and yeah. Have you seen Groundhog's Day or Groundhog Day? Yeah, that movie irritated me. The one with um. I also watched it a long time ago. Okay. I might the find one with it Bill funnier Murray? now. Yeah, hmm. I might find it funnier now. I think we okay. saw it in school. What? Yeah, it was one of those rainy days where we were, like we weren't allowed out. Oh. I we had oh, had to stay in the classroom during yeah, I had to stay in the classroom during lunch or PE or something. 
There was something that happened in this movie that would remind me of that. Well, besides the whole fact that we live in the same day. <laughs> besides the entire plot line. Yeah, besides, yeah, besides everything about the movie. Uh, <laughs> where there's a point where she starts like accepting it, like, all right, this is just my life, and starts making little things like she understands how things go. So she goes over like, hey, guys, get out of the way of the sprinklers. Hey, guy about to fall, here's a pillow. Yeah. Uh, here, I'll sign your contract or whatever. Uh, that was, that was kind of cute. Yeah. I thought the pillow thing was great. I was like, what the hell does she need that pillow for? Why is she borrow? And then I was like, ah. Right. And then at one point she's just like, fuck it, and walking around naked. Yeah, I was, like, was going to say, I loved that. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was pretty good. Well, honestly, it makes sense. I mean, like, if you know that you're going to repeat the same day over again, you literally can f- fulfill your hidden desires because you know it's not going to count. See, I would be freaked out that... I wouldn't be able to do that kind of stuff because I would think in my mind it'd be like, what if this is the last day? What if this is the one day that counts? And I did all this crazy shit. It's like, well, oh, I gotta deal if, with this if, forever if, now. If you think of it that way, I mean, like, always already understanding that there's the op- there's something that has to happen for it to re- reset, right? Right. So knowing that, you ha- you know when the off button is. But so, so in other words, then she is accepting that she's going to die at the end of this day. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I could do that. Look at it this way: if she survives that day, she's got way the fuck more happening than walking around campus naked to deal with. <laughs> That's another aspect. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Think of it, yeah, it's much bigger of a deal. Yeah. All right. And think of it also another way. I mean, like, what if it's not based upon this movie because this is not the first time that something like this has happened right in this movie the outcome for the reset is the death of yeah. her right what if it's not the, what if the outcome of the reset is not because of death but for some other reason in which case that you no harm comes to you but you have to relive it until something changes right but how do you know what that is well that in this movie she does Okay. Because it will have happened to you eight times before you decide to walk across campus naked. Yeah. And at some point, you're going to realize that after doing the same thing over and 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 over again. And over again. I don't understand. You're going to get realize that this is like, you're going to get fed up with the whole situation. And you're just going to do whatever you want. You're going to accept it like in Groundhog Day. Okay. Well, this is another weird thing. Because after watching this movie... I started getting into Russian Doll, which uh, so good. Have you seen Russian Doll on Netflix? No, it's the same same exact concept as this. This girl on her birthday dies and comes back and relives that day, uh-huh. but she doesn't wake up in the morning. She like wakes up in a bathroom in the middle of a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like every middle time she party. dies, she resets to like nine p.m. Uh, at her party in the bathroom while there's a party happening outside. So her come to moment is in the, in that bathroom, like ah, and then the same thing happens, and she doesn't know what the hell's going on. Uh, so she's she's just trying to fix it constantly, which is what I would be doing. I, I think that would be my my whole mo. In, in, so in Happy Death Day, she knows that if I die, it resets. So I'd be doing everything possible to not die. And so in my mind, I'm assuming I'm going to get through this day because I will stop my own death. So I can't be getting all crazy weird because I believe in my in my heart in my mind. I will make it through this day this time. Well, then let me ask you something about this. This is like the let's say this is the 80th time you've gone through the same day. 80th. Okay. Okay. Everything you've tried to get it done right doesn't work. You know there's a the goal to everything, and you know that you eventually will succeed. Mm-hmm. But when does it get into your mind that you know what? 
I've been, I've been full, I've been, it's been 80 days. This has been what? Like 30, 60, 90, this almost three months worth of straight on same over and over and over again. Right. When does it get into your head that you're like, you know what? I'm just going to let it happen this time and just fucking do whatever I really want to do and make myself feel better for it. Screw it. Let's do what I want to do this one day. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't so, know. You never, cause they think about it, what if you, if you did that, right? You could see the outcome of what the out, what you what your actions prove to do. Like for instance, okay. what if you cheated on a test and got caught? Right? Mm-hmm. You know the outcome. What if you didn't cheat on a test but you were able to get the answers and you aced that test? Well after taking the test over and over again, I think Exactly. Mm. What if you asked for a promotion you were uncomfortable asking for and it worked out really great? Or it worked out terribly. Now you know, once you fix this, what you could do. Or what if you applied for a job that you thought you would never get and you got asked for an interview and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, maybe I should be trying other things. Or what if you asked out a girl that you never thought you would be able to get a date with and she said yes. Or, I mean, don't go do that, but. (laughs) (laughs) It's your idea. I'm just saying. What happens later is you told me to do it. This is, this, 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 this is ground. This is groundhog theory. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. I don't know. I I, I, would, I would be too worried. I just I'm I'm the kind of guy that worries too much about this kind of thing. I would think that. All right. If I am supposed to do this one thing that set that stops it, but then I do so much more and go way overboard, I have to live with all that other overboard stuff. And it could have been just this one thing. It could have been just I didn't cheat on the test. But that day I don't cheat on the test. I pass a test, but I also flip off the teachers and I try to beat up a bully or uh, I feel uh, good about that all these things and maybe I maybe I kill the bully mm-hmm. uh, I'm like oh great maybe just don't go that far yeah but how do you know what to stop what do you what, what if what if killing the bully is what I had to do that day Some people, and that tr- triggered it off then I guess it's all about this is how far your conscious consciousness conscious conscious mm-hmm. is allowed to take it I mean like eventually you're gonna snap yeah I, uh, I don't know what that day would be where I'd be just like, all right, now... Putting a number to it doesn't matter. It's yeah. all about like when you actually physically feel like you just don't want to okay. deal with it anymore. I think eventually I would get to the point where I'd just start doing whatever, but it would take a, a while. Also, you just said, what if killing that bully is what I had to do in order for it to stop? Right. So what, that, instead of it. that happening... Don't do it. You're just gonna keep reliving the same day over and 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 over again. Or you would figure a way to kill him without anyone else knowing. But you wouldn't know. He wouldn't know that that's what he had to do because he never let go of what he thought was supposed to happen in order to stop it. Good point. You're the one who brought up the bully killing the bully ends the cycle. It would be interesting to me because I I I think it would take a long time for me to get to that point because I would treat each day like an experiment. Like all right, let me let me change this one thing, see if that helps. Nope. Let me try this other one thing, see if that helps. If you think about this, I hope I'm never stuck in the loop with you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, because I know there's this one. time they tried this as well because uh what happened was it was in the stargate series okay. where they uh where the they did a time loop where the, there was a bubble of a certain amount of people that were stuck in um the time loop two people because okay. they went through the thing at the time so these two people they're going through it probably about 50 times in and then they realized that they, they learned literally how to speak foreign languages they know how to do a bunch of cool stuff yeah because they've gone through it so many times right and then one guy says to them, you know what? 
what hap- what has stopped you guys from doing what you really want to do in life because you know that what you have to do is the out- this what is the outcome but everything else you could literally do whatever you wanted and not have any repercussions whatsoever how long would it take for a person to say you know what let's just do what i want to do yeah they ended up they end up one of them ended up starting shooting uh, like hitting golf balls into the stargate Oh yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, honestly, it's pretty. It's, oh, so it was what happened. Yeah, you have to watch the show. Mm. No, you're caught in a whale, and George Costanza had to go save it. Could be fun. <laughs> Tying it back to Seinfeld. It's George Costanza. All right. Uh, Where were we at this? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so in through this whole thing, the the big twist, the plot changer, uh, after she kills the the so called. Uh, docile, dead, or like out of co- out cold, uh, baby murderer or baby face murderer, or whatever you want to call him. Yeah, yeah. She um she deli- she hangs out and she literally with her new boyfriend. Yeah, and she eats a cupcake and sleeps and starts over again. Right, freaks her out because she thought she did it right. Yeah, this time, which means that everything she did that she got she thought she got right, she got wrong. Right. Yes. So all that oh. didn't happen. Yeah. That, that yeah. whole romantic day with a with a guy exactly. never happened. Yes. It's all over. It's in her head, but no one else's. That she made in the heartfelt lunch with her dad, where they have a real conversation. Exactly. And, um, her apologizing to her roommate. All of it. None of it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of apologizing to her roommate again, and then not eating the cupcake, she kills her roommate. Right. So see, that that day that that stuck wasn't the best day that she could have had. No. No. Because. Well, that's the that's thing. That's what I'd be fucking worried about. You want the best outcome? Yes, that's the point. I feel like that would be the point of reliving to get to find what the best outcome is. It's and not get a, that, but it's not a video game, man. It's not. There's not a grading system. It's just a completion <laughs> race. But this is why I have two save files in every game that I play. I'll save it and then I'll save a separate one in case I did something in between those two saves. I can go back two saves ago and redo everything to make sure I get the best outcome. Let me ask you something. Do you actually do that? Yes. No, I mean like at the end, you actually go back after you beat the game and you realize that you have a bunch of stuff that you actually could have done differently that you actually do? No. I, exactly. I, 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 no, no. I will have a save file before I do the final challenge. Of course. In case that ends the game and I can't go back again. No, that's fine. That's then understand. I'll keep playing the no, game. No, that's safe. I'm to get the, the best outcome. That's not the best outcome. That's a good outcome. That's I mean, to win. Yeah. That's to win. No, either way, I win. I, I beat the game, I won. But I didn't do all the other things that I could have been doing to get the best uh, most fulfillment. Out of my game plan. But so she's already feeling the fulfilled because she did it and she remembers it. But they don't. A, Nobody yeah. else does. But that doesn't mean that she can't do it again. In all fairness, I, if I were her and I had done this perfect day and thought I beat it and I woke up dead, found I died in my sleep, figured out that my roommate had poisoned me with the damn cupcake that she made me for my birthday, I'd be fucking livid and probably want to go kill her too. Um, not to not to mention, I mean, like she she had an epiphany at that point. Yeah, okay. Like she she did everything right and still died. Imagine the rage you would feel. You're not even go back and relive that day. Like she had had the transcendental moment. She did everything right, and then you fucked it up by poisoning my cupcake. After I apologized to you, yeah, just rage. That that's what's gonna go through you. You're gonna go. You're gonna go end this shit for good. <laughs> 
Not to mention, this is also the un- understanding point where we realize that the baby-faced murderer is actually her roommate because she, the cupcake didn't work and she had to find another way to kill her. Yeah. Okay. I guess I, I think you're right about the whole rage thing. I think in that moment I probably would. I, I would like to think what I would do now that getting some distance from it and being able to process what, what I would have done in that situation. Realized, oh my God, you're the killer. Kill yourself. Restart the day knowing everything that you already knew. Relive that day perfectly. Make it through the night. Do not eat the cupcake. The next day, kill the roommate. Because then you get everything, all the good stuff, and then you still get to kill the girl. My question is this. But then... But No. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't work. You're not going to be as enraged. It's the the heat of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention it's sloppy. Think of it this way: she this can let the the roommate her thoughts still fester because remember how she said it before, and even after the apology, how she was just livid with the person Mm -hmm. to the point where she's wanted to kill the person. Right. Yeah. There's no going back at that point. I think for at least a roommate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the apology was going to affect it. Yeah. That means that she would have gone and killed her eventually some other time. Right. Yeah. No, that's why the next morning you kill the roommate. But go have that night with your boyfriend, and then maybe uh, while he's sleeping, get up, go kill the roommate, come back, and then. But you're that's in premeditated, a, my friend. Yes, it is. So you're in a state of rage. <laughs> like I don't. Uh, maybe you've never been enraged. Oh wow! But have you heard this podcast at all? I just there's no there's n- I honestly if I try to realistically put myself in her shoes. I, there is no state of rage that I think I've ever experienced that I could relate to what her level of rage would have been. Yeah. Like, that would have been an uncontrollable level of rage. And she figured out who the actual baby face killer is. She's already killed someone right. multiple times now. And herself. And, yeah, this shit's done. It's ending right now. No. Just, just <laughs> no, no, no. Right. It's ending. Like you're not going to control it and be like, all right, let's go relive that transcendental perfect day I just had while I'm filled with hatred and rage and fire. Yeah. Okay. Think, thinking about this way, knowing that, that that kind of information, do you think you could actually go through the rest of the day in that kind of rage? No. Knowing, yeah. yeah. You can go do all the things you did that day, Later. the next day. Or another day. Like, those options aren't gone now except for the apology to the roommate. They just killed you. All right. Over and over yes. and over again. Okay, I agree. You, you, you've convinced me. The two views. Two views. You know. Did we, or are you just saying that to get us to stop? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about before we uh, move on with the rest of the, the games here? Honestly, based because this is not the first time that they've done the loop story theory. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this is an all right uh, play on it because the, I think only because of the twist at the end. Yeah, that, that, that's the only reason. Only yeah. only redeeming factor for this one specifically. I've seen multiple other versions where they, the storyline kept me more engaged than this one did. What other? Because I haven't seen that many of them. I've seen Groundhog Day, and but what, what I'll other show you ones one later. better? I'll show you oh, okay. One later. okay, so if you have a recommendation, I'll add it to the list. Yeah, of movies I have to watch. Most of these ones are revolving around TV shows, so they're not really the ones you can actually watch. Like, yeah, it, like you get the, you get the binge. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah, she doesn't have to binge. She's not crazy like me. They have to start from the beginning to watch the episode. And oh, you're gonna, then you're going to have to binge. Have to watch, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> They're not going to show you, and he's going to have to suffer. Ah. All right. Yeah, yeah. You tell me later when he's not in the room. Fair ah. enough. 
All right. Well, that was our opinion of the show, of the movie. That was our opinion of the movie, but like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear the good reviews or the bad reviews first? Let's go with uh, bad reviews first. All huh? right. So that's what I was going to say. All right. This is from James Berardinelli from Real Views. Happy Death Day is about 90 minutes long. And past the first half hour, every minute is dumber than the one before it. <laughs> wow. Brian Tolerico from RogerEbert.com doesn't seem to enjoy its own ridiculous concepts enough and yet refuses to stage any set pieces that feel honestly scary either. See, I agree with that because it doesn't feel scary for this movie. I mean, like, a couple jump scares, maybe that's it. But that's the, what I like. But, I, but the, 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 the way that they could have gone with this, it was just a little bit kind of like uh, pushing it through each day. It didn't feel like it was... Um, it didn't feel like there was crazy going building up because it should. Yeah, with no suspense, no suspense, yeah. no like immense like mental turmoil for the woman as well. Right, because she, I mean, I, I within within reason, of course, but I mean, there should have been much more. Who who goes through the same day over and over again, completely under understanding that what's happening to her is normal or not normal, but like expected, you yeah. know? I mean, there's. I, I agree with you. Like, they didn't do any of that. I just didn't think that that's what they were going for. Exactly. Like, and I, I enjoyed that. I feel like it wasn't supposed to be a slasher, horror, anything. It's supposed to be ridiculous, silly, but have a few jump scares. It's almost like a yeah. romantic comedy that has a weird, weird twist on it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like... But it's like, but the reason why I'm saying this is because think of it this way: it's like hitting the shallows for every single movie genre, and not actually like delving into any one of them. So you don't get, you just get a taste of every single thing, and not a complete envelopment of something like that. Like let's say, oh, I like the slasher part, but just a little bit of it. Oh, I like the comedy part. Oh, there's just a little bit. You know, it's not the full movie. And in a sense, if that's what you're, if you're in there just to say like I'm here just to watch, yeah, it makes sense. But if you're here because you want to watch a slasher, you're here because you want to watch a comedy, right. you're here because you want to see something, something, you're not going to really get most of that coming out of this movie. Yeah, I'm not a movie connoisseur like you guys because I thought it was funny and I would totally watch it again and again if I wanted to watch a comedy. <laughs> right. I thought it was so funny. Yeah, it's a little but- ironic to be watching this movie over and over again. But <laughs> I think maybe it's just I really loved the main character. I mm-hmm. thought that her reactions, like she was hilarious, in my opinion. She was actually on the Nerdist talking about this movie and the movie that just came out, and it was uh, it was a pretty fun interview. She, she I would cool love show. to listen to that. All right, last bad review. Uh, this is from A. A. Dowd from the AV Club. Once the novelty of the genre swap wears off, you're just watching another inferior variation. What's AV Club? AV, uh, AV Club is a... Uh, Those are the guys that no one talked to in 7th and 8th uh, grade. I don't know. That then ran the uh, school That's ABS. Oh. ASB. ASB. Associate Student Body. I'm talking about the guys that came in to fix the... Fix yeah, the, uh, no, the AV Club is a website that uh, holds a lot more weight than it than, uh, probably should. So if they say something bad about you, it's not good. So do not review my show, please. So I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I'm just a guest on the show, just yep, to be clear. Yep. <laughs> uh, send emails to Annie at ratpackpodcast.com. 
Uh, here's the good reviews. This is from Ben Sachs from Chicago Reader. On another on another level, Happy Death Day is a low key celebration of cinema. Landon and Lobdell revel in how their story could only happen in the movies, piling on preposterous complications with self aware glee. Uh, I like that. Brad Wheeler from Globe and Mail. There's a spunky charm to the Scream meets Groundhog Day thing. And the film is well built. The problem is its chipper message. What chipper message? Why is that a problem? I don't know. This is a chipper message? Yeah. What? That um, she, even in the darkest of times, you can still find happiness. So, i.e. getting over the death of her mother and being able to reconnect with her father. And it's got that cliche 90s... Um, nerdy guy getting the hot girl, or vice versa. Yeah. I'm thinking of the painting chick in um, Freddie Prince Jr. Right? She's, She's all that. that. That's the one. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, you never left. Yeah. This. Uh, <laughs> so the message of the of the movie is uh, probably best said from uh, viral sensation Kai. You remember the homeless guy Kai? The. Uh, Bam, slash, slash, or bam, bam, bam. No matter who you are, you deserve respect. You're worth it. Is the auto tune the news thing? Damn it. I'm going to show you guys later. Okay. Get it. Michael Gingold from Time Out. Director Christopher Landon and screenwriter and comics veteran Scott Lobdell maintain modest tension and humor as they deliver tried and true genre standbys like loud music jump scares. An unnaturally deserted hospital and red herring suspects. Okay. All right. So basically, said they did the job they were supposed to do. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Now, starting with the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is where I ask uh, Maestro Nanny their score based on the Rotten Tomato score to guess the score. Oof. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from zero to one hundred <laughs> amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? You know, let's go to the audience first. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, be, you have, have you looked the numbers up yet or no? I have the numbers. I also have my guesses. What's your guess? I, you guys go first. Oh. I, wanna, I think I'll let uh, my show go first. Oh, 70. 70 for the audience? Okay. What's yours? No, you first. I feel like we got to keep this fair. I already have my number. Okay, what is it? No. She, she wants you to do the number. I will write down my number. No, what's she, your number? Fine. Thanks for playing along, Adam. Yeah. Here's, oh, Thanks for playing uh, the game okay. with us. It's written down here. I was going to say 72, but since he said 70, I feel like that's just me being a cheapskate and going one up above you just because it's higher. That's why I like going first. Okay. Um... I feel like that's it, though. It's got to be 72, so I have to stick with it. 72 and 70. My guess was 80. The actual audience score is 65. (laughs) Uh, All right. Maestro gets it. Now for the tomato meter. This is the top critics. Ah, this is the people that said yes and no with actual weight to it. Oh, the critics score, not the top critics. Ah, whatever. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... A little bit lower. Usually, critics are lower um, because they're a little bit more. Uh, they're defined. They're, they're defined theories about each individual movie is much more in detail than the audience, mm-hmm. um, and they're not swayed by who's actually in it or any else other, other things. Um, I'd say sixty. 
I was going to go with 56. Oh. But for some reason, I feel like I want to say 52, so 52. Okay. My guess was 75. The actual tomato meter is 72. Wow. wow. Fresh. Wait. Fresh for the critics, rotten. Oh, wait, no. So I guess the critics score for the audience? Actually, these are both fresh. Yeah. Yeah, they're both fresh, just yeah. at different levels. <laughs> In this one, the critics actually thought of it higher than the audience did. Right. That's weird. Oh. That's very different. I, 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 I love this movie. Uh, so I, I gave it 75 and 80. I thought these were high scores all around. The aud- I'm surprised the audience was so low. That was, that's weird to me. You like this movie? I did. I'm thinking the reason why the audience didn't feel like that you did was because they were looking for something else. Because mm. this is supposed that's to be. Because Happy Death Day with the theory behind it with a baby face killer, you ma- kind of make it look like it's supposed to be some sort of like horror movie. And I don't yeah. think the audience got what they came out of it. You they, know? they were disappointed when yeah. they saw it. And maybe think, the critics kind of were able to appreciate it for what it really was. It was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this? We've noticed that Paul Giamatti has slowly been in a lot of the movies we're doing. And since we equally love him, we decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti play in this movie? Ooh. Um, what, 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 the question is, what kind of Paul Giamatti? That's that's always been my thing. Yeah, I would like to think that you make him age or sex appropriate. Hmm. Maybe sex is a weird one. Yeah. Only one I can think of really then for doing that would be the the professor that she was sleeping with. Okay. That would make, like, make that would make a lot of sense. It, yeah, except that I just feel like that wouldn't. He's, he's not like play he's not, well. He's not a yeah a desirable yeah, yeah. like uh, Annie's issue with uh, Mel Gibson. He's not the kind of guy you would sleep with. And if she was such a dick to the, the hot nerd guy, like why would she be sleeping with Paul Giamatti? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see uh, here. Maybe a cop. If I could make him age appropriate, I'd make him the roommate. Oh, because he'd be young. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that doesn't really affect it, but do you think he would actually play the person that's smart? Or no? He's not oh. smart. We don't know anything about this Asian character guy. No, no. Is, isn't he supposed to be in the sequel yes. as a smart person? Yes. Isn't that the reason why I was... Okay, never mind. Yeah, but this is just based on this movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I always said about the cop. I could see him doing either one of the cops. The one that pulled her over or the one that was outside of the uh, murderer's ooh, hospital room. Okay. Oh, ooh, the murderer guy. He, he's, eh. that would, that would, he could do that. Yeah, oh, could, yeah, you could totally do that. He is kind of short, though, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but the murderer just happens to be tall. We don't... I mean, you could change his yeah, height. I know, but usually you have, like, the person to fit the, the fit the bill because he's supposed to be menacing. He's supposed to be evil, or in the sense... Dude, like, he could play... Psychotic. He could play super he could do creepy psychotic. and menacing. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like... Because he's, he's asleep in some of it. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Okay. All right, now it's uh, part of the show where I give you little bits of trivia that you may or may not have known about the film. The Bayfield University baby killer costume was designed by Tony Gardner, who also designed the ghost face mask, the horror icon in the Scream franchise, which is a reworked version of the father's death Halloween costume. So the, the, the Scream mask that we, everybody knows, the, the giant mouth agape, mm. that's the same guy oh. that made this baby face guy. He's going backwards in his career. Yeah. According to the director Christopher Landon, Tree's punchline, who takes their first date to Subway? It's not like you have a foot long. Uh, uh, that was improvised by Jessica Rod. Oh, uh, lovely. The actress girl. Mm. Mm. The scene where Tree walks through the campus quad naked 
had to be done quickly, given that it was being filmed on an active college campus. This presented a risk of students witnessing the scene being filmed and or taking photos. The crew took extreme precautions to clear away any potential onlookers. In the end, they managed to do it in just two or three takes. Hopefully. How do they need multiple takes for that? It's just her walking. is the shot from the back of her walking. Yeah. It's, it, it's probably has to do with some other th- aspects. Like, what if she tripped? Or what happens if she, like, she giggled at the last second because he's doing something? Oh, okay. That's fair. It's, it's also for editing purposes. You, you Maybe the one take you thought was great wasn't that good. So you need to have other options. Maybe okay. It's, maybe slight slight angle change. Maybe the glare or something like that. You, know? you guys, you're not supposed to have good answers to these. God. Well, since I <laughs> just recently did a music video for Porcelain Hill... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, check out <laughs> youtube.com slash porcelain hill it's called Jackie uh, anyway for, when I do, was doing that I, I did multiple shots of this even if I knew like oh that's the, probably the one let me get a couple more yeah. which ended up coming in very handy yeah. in the editing <laughs> process yep that's the same, right. thing, same right. thing I did when I, was a, when I was a, when I was a stunt guy that's what the thing that they did they did multiple shots too okay. you were yeah. a stunt guy? yeah what? you got killed in a movie yeah I need to hear more about this later alright a softcore porn movie right? no no, no softcore. It was hardcore. It was hardcore all the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the uh, the nudity, Jethro Ross was actually completely naked in the scene where Tree walks around the campus in the nude. Between takes, female members of the crew covered her with jackets. That's a bold move there. Yeah, uh, say so yeah. Don't they have like pasties you can put on the front since it's all from behind yeah. or those little undie things that? Yeah, you'd think that'd be the case, but like if you look at like the other people from the past, like David Bowie, he did, he went straight naked too. Say so also what? when you have the body that she has, yeah, just fucking go for it. Yeah. I think it was like he, the man not from Earth or fell from Earth, or whatever when that movie was, when he was still Ziggy Stardust, whatever his name was. Oh, yeah. no, was that one? Yeah, no, yeah. Last bit of trivia: When asked why a baby mask, Christopher Landon says he needed a combination of something that would pass for a mascot on a college campus that was both scary and funny at the same time. Plus, he was expecting a son at the time, so he had baby on the brain. Sorry, fail on the first part of that. Yeah. That does not pass for a college mascot. Yeah, no. There is this one TV show that actually is based upon a college mascot or a mascot in general, and it is creepy. So creepy. I'll show it to you later because I don't remember the name. Okay. They could have done something like similar to that Five Nights of Freddy. So, like, the bears, but, like, have it be like a... Like a, mm. like a, just like a bear, like kind of cute, but like Holy being crap. ferocious or something. Like that would have worked. There is an actual college mascot baby. No, uh, where? Where? What? Oh, Why? I'm checking and then right how? I'm checking it right now. Hold on, hold on. And also went. Creepiest mascots <laughs> in sports history. Hold on. <laughs> All right, while you do that, let's, uh, Money Makes the World Go Round. I want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this film, $4.8 million. It's a low budget. That's, that's a Blumhouse staple. Blumhouse is, the, is as Hollywood would say, uh, they, their career is very low money trying to make the most profit they can. And that's they fantastic. Usually, and they're usually very good at it. Usually. I don't want to sway. Uh-huh. But... What do you think the uh, total worldwide gross was? Well, the fact that they made a sequel means it must have done pretty well. It doesn't seem like something where you go and buy it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm awful at this, so I really want my show to go first, but he's, <laughs> was, he's looking up important 4. information. $4.8 million is the budget. The Blumhouse? 
It's Blumhouse. Figures. Um, so basically, when it comes to Blumhouse, the numbers or the beginning numbers of how much it costs to be made do not affect the outcome. Okay. So $60 million. $60 million? Okay. Right, this is the, the total, total box office? Worldwide gross. Finance, well, uh, f- fact that it was fresh on both sides of things and they made a sequel... Hundred and ten million. U.S. gross was fifty-five point seven million dollars. The foreign box office sixty-nine point eight million, bringing its tr- total worldwide gross to one hundred twenty-five point five million. Holy oh, million! Well done, Annie. This film debuted first place the weekend of October thirteenth, two thousand seventeen, with twenty-six million dollars. So it made half of its U.S. gross on its opening weekend. Oh! Wow. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 11th highest grossing film in the category, Horror Slasher. Is a horror slasher? How? Number one is 2018's Halloween. Number two is Scream. Three is Scream 2. Four is Scream 3. I thought the Scream movies were comedies. They're slashers. They're technically Uh. slashers. Oh, are you talking about the Scream ones, or are you talking about the the mock Scream ones? No, Scream. The actual Scream ones. The, The scary movie... Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. That's, Sorry. That's a bullshit comedy. I've never seen Scream. Okay. Or any of the Scream is decent. I think it's... Uh, the first one at least is pretty good. Plus, you get to see Jibre more die. That's Is cool. it going to freak me out? <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, number five on this list was Freddy vs. Jason. Sixth, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number 16 is Hollywood's beloved Halloween, the original. Number 16 on the slasher film, uh, list. And what was this one? 11. Oh. So this is better than Halloween, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this was the 51st highest grossing film of 2017. Number one for 2017. Star Wars The Last Jedi, of course. Yay. This was what? Uh, number 51. 51, okay. All right. That was 2017's Happy Death Day, directed by Christopher Landon. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at spoilers show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us go to the top of the rankings. Leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch. And that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Maestro. Yes. You said there was an actual baby mask. Uh, yes. Or a baby... Yes, there's actually mascot. a baby mascot that actually is part of the NBA. What? I know. It's called the King Cake Baby, basically from the New Orleans Pelicans in the NBA. Huh. It's a hideous-looking man baby during Mardi Gras as a okay. tribute to the culture of the Southern American history. That thing's creepy looking. It is creepy. And the thing about it is, is the King Cake Baby, the face itself is... It looks almost identical to the happy birth, happy death day baby. Oh, okay. Well, if you're a crazy person and you want to buy this mask to uh, freak out your friends, where might you do that, Maestro? Well, you could do this if you go onto Amazon. Before you do that, you can go on the click of the link on the side of our page. Ratpackpodcast.com? Yep, at ratpackpodcast.com. You can actually take that link to Amazon. Do your shopping as regular. doesn't cost anything extra to you, but it helps support the show. Yes, that's right. All right, next week, we're watching 1998's The Talented Mr. Ripley. 
Really? Ooh. Yeah. Matt Damon? Matt Damon. Oh. I want to watch More that. More importantly, though, Jude Law, which is why we're watching it. Jude Law is in a new movie called The Rhythm Section, so we're doing a Jude Law The movie. Rhythm Section? Like, uh-huh. is this an instrument kind of a thing? No idea. All right. I'll have more information next week. Fair enough. He doesn't watch trailers or uh, look up any information. Okay. It's very frustrating. Yeah. It's okay. It's great. All right. All right. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. I'm Annie. Bye. Bye. Bye.